Good morning, beloved of God, Father Ron, here on the 31st Sunday of Ordinary Time. But it's not me who has your reflection today for breaking open the word, but rather a Dominican friar, in the same order as Father Brian Walker, who has been with us on the team the last couple of years. It's the beginning of a collaborative effort of evangelization for our Sundays here at the God Minute with our Dominican brothers around the world. So along with me and Father Jeff and Father Brian, you will start hearing and seeing others share the scripture on Sundays with us. I'm really looking forward to it. And since the Dominicans, the initials after their names is OP, which stands for Order of Preachers, you know they're going to be good. (laughs) Better than me. I know that. So we welcome them along with all of you today as we reflect on the Sunday Gospel for Breaking Open the Word. My name is Father Brendan Curran, Dominican promoter for Justice and Peace for North America, joining you on one of those challenging Sundays in our scriptures, especially against us religious leaders. So if some of us have a few titles in front of our names, you might want to be squeamish about the tone of the readings this Sunday. But let's take a look and get a sense of where the heart of the scripture and where Jesus Mission is preaching to us and inviting us to reflect this day. First in the gospel, Jesus is rebuking the scribes and Pharisees in a pretty harsh tone. He said, don't act like they do who are those who don't practice what they preach. He was giving harsh, challenging words to those religious leaders who were so quick to do the observances of the law and trying to judge others in their strictness by the tone of following the procedures and manners of the law, and Jesus was rebuking it all. Challenging us about practicing and what we preach. But then he gets into challenging them about the tone of titles. So, You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. So do not be called rabbi, and call no one else on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven, and do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. What is Jesus getting at here in the gospel? It could be a great rebuke for all of those who are in any sense of teaching and leadership or pastoral care in their leadership at all. But let's get to the heart of where Jesus was and whom and with whom was Jesus sharing his preaching and teaching this day. It makes all the difference. So in this gospel story, let's not get caught in the trappings of just reading the surface of these words. If you did, we would assume let's strip the title of rabbis. Let's strip the title of all who are priests with a title, or brothers, religious brothers with title, or uh, uh, ministers or administrators or principals, or on and on and on. It seems that way. But Jesus was rebuking the elders, was rebuking the scribes and Pharisees. And he noticed that they were getting caught up in the trappings 
of their own following themselves. It is important for us to actually take a spirit of lesson from the words he says. Do we practice what we preach? Do we live out in action what we profess and how we believe and what we proclaim? Jesus is giving a very important reminder to us of the values of our Christian life and packaging it in the context of a stern rebuke of those who use their title on the backs of the believers. That doesn't mean all who have titles should be rejected, but those who use it abusively upon or over others. That's an important lesson for us in this Sunday journey. So we think about, of course, how many times would someone with the term rabbi or with the term pastor of a parish try to take too much advantage of the title of it, seek the spot at the high place, forget to remember the pastoral sense of their call and mission, to be one with the smell of the sheep, like Pope Francis has taught us in various times and preachings before. That's the spirit of the challenge, of the stern rebuke of Jesus in this gospel story. And it's much for us to reflect more deeply about, because our readings don't stop just at the gospel. If we go back to the first reading, the story of the experience of the prophet Malachi, there are some cold words that the prophet shares with us. You have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to falter from your instruction. How easy it is for us to get entrapped by the beauty of some poetic ways we preach and forget about, well, if it's all about that, how do people see it? By our example as well. It is another rebuke and a reminder to us of this day, calling us sternly to remember some cold realities of the news of our own church community we cannot overlook or gloss over. How have you turned away or aside from the way? Does that happen to us now and again? I'm not just talking about using our title to get a front row seat at a concert or to be at a seat of privilege at a banquet or to not even take care of those who might be the homeless at the door of our church. It's much more serious than that, though that is serious and important enough. How much must this be a painful word to us of those who have experienced abuse in their own homes or in their own parish, or faith communities. Maybe those words of Malachi sting a bitter opening of the sores of some senses or experiences of abuse. And we haven't even gotten into some of that reality that some in our name have lived and made poor, unhealthy, and abusive decisions in our name as church. It's a moment to give pause to us and an opportunity this Sunday, perhaps in the petitions, to name that name of that evil that happens, not just in our church, but in our society. But let's start with church. That's where we happen to gather on Sunday. But now we don't leave the church with sullen hearts and droop down spirit because we have the beauty of the second reading that serves as bookmarks between these challenging words of Malachi 
and the gospel of Jesus. You use these words, but don't practice what you preach. This second reading from Paul to the Thessalonians. With such affection for you, we were determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our very selves as well. Dearly beloved, had you become to us. He was affirming and celebrating the experiences of leadership among the Thessalonians, of actual inspiration among them. You recall, brothers and sisters, our toil and drudgery? Yes, some of the mystery has been burdensome. Working night and day in order not to burden any of you, we proclaim to you the gospel of God. For this reason, we give thanks to God unceasingly, that in receiving the word of God from hearing us, you receive not just our human word, but the word of God, which is now at work in you who believe. It is not all dull and saddened, and harsh words of the gospel or the scriptures we get today, but a call to be inspired and to be sent forth. And that second reading is a beautiful bookmark for us to call and send us forth and remember, yes, in our own journey, we do fall into the trappings of maybe using the habit or maybe our collar or titles and forget that we are people of God that others are thirsting to be inspired by and to share in their ministry with. We're reminded here that we have been touched by having received from other models of faith. What a beautiful week to hear that. We have just come through the Day of the Dead and come through from all saints in celebrating their great modeling and inspiration for us. That's the spirit and the heart of this second reading that can send us forth as the charge for our mission, but also great sign of hope for those who gather with us this Sunday and throughout this week. Yes, in many ways, St. Paul reminds us to look back at another one of those amazing texts at the end of his life, or so our scripture scholars have reminded us. Near his death, the famous phrases from the letter to Timothy, which puts in reflection these challenging words from the scriptures from the first reading of Malachi, have you not learned? And from the words of the gospel, and you want to be called rabbi, master? Remember the importance and also the burden of the commitment and responsibility in using those sacred words for our world today. So let us take heart for this powerful word from the letter of second letter of Paul to Timothy. The time will come when some will suit their own desires. Hear the harsh criticism that is this part of the gospel story of Jesus judging some of the scribes. That they will gather them around them a great number of teachers to say what their teaching hears want to hear. Then they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head up in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I'm already been poured out like a libation among you, an offering of our God. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Isn't that the inspiration of these past days that we just celebrated with all of these amazing saints of the church? 
So let that be an inspiration for us to go out and live the gift and modeling of Christ we have been given, honoring and naming some of the painful wounds, even on our collective and individual titles or names ourselves. We are wounded healers. We are sinful ministers, but we are called and inspired to do amazing things in the name of God. So let's get out there and let us inspire in the words and in the actions that Christ has called us to be.